Bird eggs are a very unique period in a bird's life. They, like birds, come in a wide variety of colors and shapes. They have their own unique adaptations to give them the best chance at making it to hatching. The eggshell's purpose is to be strong enough to protect the baby birds growing inside, but yet fragile enough to allow the hatchling to to break out when it is ready, all the while keeping the chick growing inside safe. Hello and welcome to the World of Birds podcast. I am your host, Kayla Fisk. This is a podcast featuring the great diversity found throughout the bird world, including unique behaviors, adaptations, habitats, and everything in between to help educate others and inspire action to help protect and conserve these amazing species. While there are other animal groups that lay eggs, such as amphibians, reptiles, and insects, birds are the only group that display such coloring and ornamentation. Eggs have evolved to be a self-contained system. All they need to grow the young inside them is warmth and oxygen. Each egg is covered with microscopic holes, allowing oxygen, carbon dioxide, and water vapor to pass through the shell to and from the developing chick. It all starts in the female bird from a single ovary. At the time the ovum is released, it is basically just a yolk. As it travels down the oviduct, and possibly getting fertilized, the albumin, the egg white, is added. As it continues on, water is added, and this mass is then encased in a thin, stretchy membrane. After the membrane has encased the soft initial mass, calcium carbonate is added and begins to form a shell, with minerals being deposited from special cells lining the inside of the uterus. If the species egg generally has different colors, spots, speckles, or any form of pigmentation, this last step is when that pigmented proteins are deposited, usually right before the egg is laid. The whole process from the released ovum to being laid takes only about 24 hours. Eggs can come in a wide variety of shapes, sizes, and patterns, from the simplest plain white egg to being brown, gray, green, and even blue. They can be a tiny egg from the vervain hummingbird, which is only about one centimeter long and about the size of a tic-tac, to being huge like the egg of the ostrich which is about six inches long. While some eggs may just be one color, others can be covered in a wide variety of spots, speckles, and streaks. Even within one species, there can be a variety of different patterning on their surface. The common myrrh, for example, has eggs that have an incredible variety of different stripes, swirls, and patterns on their surface. Each egg is distinctive from one another, 
which is believed to help each parent be able to identify which egg is theirs among the hundreds of eggs that are in their nesting colony. The process of pigmentation being added has been described in Tim Burkhead's book, The Most Perfect Thing Inside and Outside a Bird's Egg, as a system of paint guns, with each gun being genetically programmed to spray at a certain time to create that bird species specific color and spotting or speckling, though the exacts of this process is still for the most part unknown. While looking over the variety of colors that appear on a bird's egg, you may be surprised to hear that all of these colors come only from two kinds of pigments. These two pigments are called protoporphyrin and biliverdin. Protoporphyrin produces reddish brown colors and biliverdin produces blues and greens. Depending on the amount of either pigment, the egg can become a wide variety of colors and shades. The bright blue in a robin's egg is from only biliverdin pigment and the brick red of the studies warbler is from only protoporphyrin pigments. If neither pigment is used, then the egg will be plain white. Cavity nesting birds do tend to have all white eggs. The belief behind this is that since they aren't out in the open and visible to most predators, there isn't much need for speckling and patterns to help camouflage them. In addition, being white may actually help the parents to see their eggs in a very dark nesting cavity. There are exceptions though. The black-capped chickadee has a mostly white egg, but does have lots of brown speckling on it. While all birds are made of a base of calcium carbonate, both the underlayer of the shell structure and the outer coating, the cuticle, can vary between species. Some species, like those in the tinamou family, lay eggs that have a protein-based coating over them, giving them a high-gloss shine. Many duck eggs are oily and waterproof. Cormorants can be chalky and rough, and cassowary eggs have dimples. While most species have egg pigment, that is just a thin layer over the shell. Some species, like the Guaracucu, have pigment that goes through the entire shell. This species also has white chalky deposits over the surface of their eggs, making it resemble the surface of the moon. These white deposits are a layer of chalky calcium carbonate called phenidite and are structurally different from the eggshell. Over time, during incubation, these structures will slowly flake off, leaving spots of gray or turquoise where they once were. These structures can also be seen in some species of annies, which are also a communal nester. This chalky layer is believed to act as a sort of bumper 
to the egg to help prevent damage if they bump up against other eggs in the nest. While some eggs can be one solid color, others can be covered in a wide variety of spots, speckles, and streaks. One reason for this pigmentation in eggs is to aid in camouflaging them from potential predators. Species that nest out in the open and on the ground are especially susceptible to predation. Many of the most spotted and streaked eggs belong to this group as they make their eggs blend almost perfectly in with the sand, rocks, pebbles, or other surroundings that the eggs are laid on. As always, there are exceptions. The Tinamau family, discussed earlier, for example, do nest on the ground, but they have brightly colored, highly visible eggs. One theory about why some species don't lay camouflaged eggs is because there is always a parent sitting on the eggs, hiding them from sight of potential predators therefore having brightly colored eggs not being as much of a disadvantage. Another benefit to having different pigments and patterns is to help avoid and deter brood parasites. Brood parasites are species who will lay their eggs in the nest of another species, getting the host species to raise the parasites young. Many in the U.S. are familiar with the brown-headed cowbird, who lays its heavily brown-spotted egg in a wide variety of host species. Even nests where the host species' eggs look nothing like the cowbird's egg. Cuckoos are also famous for this nesting style, but in regards to matching the host species, they are a bit more advanced. They may specifically seek out nests whose host species' eggs look the most similar to their own. While a species' egg tends to be consistent in its overall color and pattern, there can be situations that would change the coloration of an individual egg. If a female bird doesn't ingest enough calcium, receives a poor diet, is sick, or is under extra stress. Some eggs may be laid without the normal pigmentation. They may be paler or even slightly off in shape. Even in a single clutch, it is not too unusual for each egg to have slightly different pigmentation. While there is a general egg shape, not all follow this guideline. Owls have eggs that are mostly round. Hummingbirds, more of an elliptical shape. And some shorebirds and seabirds, such as murres, have greatly tapered eggs and may come to a more narrow pointed end. This shape is often seen on ground nesting birds. It is advantageous that when disturbed, that these eggs will roll in a circle instead of away from their nest, possibly preventing them from situations where they may accidentally roll off a cliff or other hazards. But then, overall, 
Why do different species have different shaped eggs? In the past, factors such as nest shape, nest location, as well as number of young was believed to be the main factors. Though through studying thousands of eggs, scientists now believe that the main factor for what shapes a species' eggs is based on how much time that species spends in flight. Species that are long-distance migrants, like sandpipers and other seabirds, spend most of the time in the air, like hummingbirds and swifts, tend to lay elongated eggs, while species that tend to spend most of their time perched, like owls and trogons, tend to have eggs that are much more round. The belief is that species who spend the majority of time in the air require a very streamlined body, often with a narrowing pelvis, requiring their eggs to be also more streamlined. Another interesting adaptation can be seen when you compare the eggs of precocial and altricial bird species. The proportion of their yolk will differ between the two. Altricial species, those who hatch with their eyes closed, barely feathered, and dependent on parental care, need less stored energy and generally contain about 25% yolk. Precocial species, those that can generally walk and feed themselves shortly after hatching, need more energy to develop to that point inside the shell, usually contain about 40% yolk. There are even species called superprecocial that upon hatching are for the most part ready to even fly, like the megapodes of Australia, which may contain up to 67% yolk. I hope this episode will give you a whole new perspective or make you think a little bit more the next time you see a bird's egg. While they may look simple, there is so much going on inside them that's literally and figuratively shaped their evolution. If you did enjoy this episode, please feel free to share it, leave a review, or follow this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Kayla Fisk Birds. Thanks for listening, all you lovely bird nerds, and have a great day.